0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman.
1: And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life.
0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hello, hello.
1: So, as you all may or may not know, we, um, of course, we come from Kona, Hawaii, but we've been living in Oceanside, California for a long time now, and we now call this our second home, and we absolutely love it. And um, we have somebody here who is Oceanside local and very active in the community, and uh, well, let's just introduce him. This is Jamie Stone. Hi, Jamie. Hi. How you guys doing?
2: <laughs> Oceanside, stand up.
1: Woo! Let's do this. Oh, so I met Jamie, kind of, virtually, I met Jamie back in the 90s. No, no, no. Maybe in the early 2000s, I think. I was working at a surf accessories company, and my company was going through a transitional ownership change, and I wasn't sure if I was going to stay at the company or um, move on. So I had known Jamie through emails, he was working at Transworld Magazine. Is it Surf and Skate, both of them?
2: Yeah, I did sales, but eventually it, it became Skate. But okay, sales of, of advertising? Sales and advertising. That's probably
1: why I was in contact with you so much, saying, oh, yeah, we'll pay you later. <laughs> that's probably, I'm not saying what the company was. <laughs> right? Names will be
2: changed to protect yeah. you. So.
1: <laughs> anyway, I reached out to Jamie just seeing if there was a job opportunity, and there wasn't, but that's how um, I virtually met you. And then years later... Uh, I actually don't know how we met years later. I think it was from your lovely wife over here, Alicia. This is true. Yeah. Doing yoga. Doing yoga. Oh, that's right. That is how it happened. That's she worked right. for us at the studio. So, we wanted to talk to you about first of all, you are in a surfer, skater. You've been doing that for many, many years here in Oceanside. Tell us about your career doing that or your passion.
2: Ah, uh, just um, born in San Diego. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of the rare actual San Diego natives. So, I de- definitely take pride in that. And with that just came growing up around the ocean. And uh, in the 70s, I just, something grabbed me. I was 10 years old and uh, I just found the ocean and fell in love with it, never looked back. And of course, with that California lifestyle, the skateboarding was always there because when you couldn't access the beach, you got on the sidewalk surfer, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it just kind of went hand in hand.
1: Awesome. And so when you left Transworld, how long is it until you started your own magazine?
2: Um, it was about a year and a half, I would say. No, actually a little bit longer. It was probably about three years because I, when I left Transworld, I went and worked for the uh, the other guys, which was Surfer and Surfing <laughs> Magazine and Skateboarder. Right. So I transitioned uh, from one side to the other, almost. Ah, yeah.
1: Went over to the dark side, or <laughs> maybe yeah. the light side. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, the irony is they all bought, ended up buying each other anyway, so it's all the same side oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Exactly. In the crazy world of media, right?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so uh, the magazine we started actually. I had uh, two partners at the time, Louis Hayward, who was a childhood friend of mine, and my other partner, Zach, who's still currently my partner. He uh, came from Transworld as well, and he was this amazing photographer. So we all kind of had this rough idea um, about starting this magazine. So we actually talked about it for quite a while before we decided to pull the trigger.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: and then, Transworld uh, video game, the surf video game. Oh, Were you so- guys, <laughs> how did that come about? Because I played hours and hours hours on playstation 2 this video we used to play it on tour all the time yeah was that so yeah tell me about that how did that come around it was just um you know transworld at the time
2: was you know we were pretty much the number one media group in action sports whether it be surf skate snow we had really built up this great audience we had a lot of really talented people there and through those people there was always a lot of opportunities and we'd actually met a gal named lisa hudson okay from the snow industry and she said hey i'm I'm stepping out of what I've done and I'm going to start making video games and we want to come meet with you guys because who else to do all the genres of action sports and trans world at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the first was trans world surf and Chris Cote, uh, another San Diego kid from down Encinitas uh, was actually instrumental in creating this video game that actually had the feeling of surfing. Not since the nineties TNC game. I remember that one. Oh yeah. yeah, that,
0: That was like so much harder.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah. Transworld
0: was just massive.
2: It was massive. Right. I mean, we were doing 400-page books. I was, I mean, at its peak when I was publishing the skate title, I, I think I was responsible for about seven and a half million dollars in gross sales a year was oh. on my head. That's how big it was in those, wow. in that early 2000s. Yeah. Wow. Before the internet took over, right? So. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, yeah. internet the internet takeover. takeover. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my mom always says, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Now everything's free. Yeah. 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 So. Um, but no, so the surf game was insane, and it actually did a lot for Transworld Surf at the time because it actually gave you that feeling like it would shake when you were deep in the tube. Yep. And if you don't surf, there's something about being in the tube that it's really hard to explain. But we found a way to do it through the video game, and then it, we had all the top athletes and all these
0: characters, and it it really just was perfect timing. You it know was what? it was my favorite video game to this day. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm game. yeah. yeah
2: you guys oh, we have were always. Yeah.
0: this was back in the Pepper days when we were touring in a van. But we just um, had our record label, Bias, a, a new van that had the pull-down screens. Remember Ooh, those back in the day? It was, that was big, yeah. Oh, they were big. And then we had the unit hooked up to it. And we would play this for hours and hours and hours on end. Before you know it, you're like leaving Arizona and we'd just be in D.C. And like, yeah, by the next time, we just looked up. Tour it life. was so fun. So, um, first of all, thank you so much for bringing that to my life, especially for all those tours. Right on. <laughs> yeah, it was a... It was crazy because at the same time, we are uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. that
2: was, right? was also doing that, and that was just a behemoth. I mean, Tony, was... Tony's very successful, made a lot of money in a lot of ways, but I think that PlayStation deal he had was yeah pretty lucrative mm, for yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. So the O-Sider magazine is not just a, a magazine about Oceanside, a typical magazine that you would probably see anywhere else. It's pretty cool. Oh, thank I, you. Yeah, it's very cool. I mean, you give a lot of history, you, um, you go to local businesses and you showcase them, but you really see a, a more a local side of Oceanside. It's not just, you know, tour space, which it seems like most destination magazines are. So you really showcase all the, all the people here, and it's, it's a fun one to read. Yeah. Oh,
2: thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of the idea behind it is, you know, <clears throat> not to get too into it, but in the past, Oceanside always had the bad rap mm-hmm. for San Diego. It was kind of the armpit. Of, of San Diego up here in North County. And growing up here, all we had was our pride. So as we started to see these beautiful changes and people starting to want to be here and move here, right. it was like, well, why don't we start talking about this so we don't lose this culture and history? Let's talk about the past. Let's embrace the present. And let's just do everything in a really positive way. I think it's too easy, especially once again with the internet right now, to go down the negative path. Mm-hmm. And the idea with the o let's keep it positive and let's shine a light on this beautiful jewel that we have here. Yeah. And uh,
0: that's how it really started becoming what it is now. So when I look okay. at you and I, I hear your words, it just reminds me of how me and Melanie and everyone from Kona talk. You're just so happy to be from this place, from this Proud. area. Proud, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I absolutely dig that. So this community and o is a community magazine. It's not just one type of uh, like it's like all dining or anything right. like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a definitely a commu- community meeting. Uh, sorry, commun- I'm editing that, by the way. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Community. Is a com- it's, it's a community piece is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it Definitely. feels like it
1: brings everyone together. Yeah. So, you know, we have all of these great restaurants. We have all of these great establishments. And no, it d- doesn't seem like everyone's out for themselves. It seems like everyone bands together in Oceanside to help and support each other, which is a pretty cool feeling. I think your magazine had a lot to do with that.
2: Yeah, and a lot of it's just the culture of the city. Like I said, growing up, we were always kind of the the kids that maybe weren't invited to the party or didn't quite make it as far in the surf (laughs) contest or just because we were the blue collar community and you know there's a lot of other things sidetracking us so um i think that sense of pride comes through just like kona when you come from kona kona's a small town i mean it's the big island but it's kona's still small right
0: everyone knows each other so it's rootsy for uh, sure right
1: yeah just like oceanside that's it mm -hmm.
0: that's why you guys are here you feel that same kind of love right oh yeah this is my home away from home (laughs) you know yeah. this is uh, this is where our house is this is where our business is this is where we reside right now it's, it's it's beautiful it's nice to have that that feeling that was you know we had that in Kona and now we also feel it here in Oceanside
1: yeah that sense of community is huge here yeah yeah, yeah. we really love to be embraced we're very grateful to be embraced by the community and be able to step in and kind of call it home
2: yeah and be family yeah. here yeah, we were, we were we were actually talking about that down at the the morning coffee at the beach. You know that the
1: we actually saw you. We yeah. were driving by. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's um there's kind of levels of locals in Oceanside now. You know, you've got families that are five or six generations deep. You mm. know that have been helped build this city. Yeah, and then you've got guys like me who's you know I've only you know, been raised here. I'm 46 now going on 47. Ouch. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I've been here my whole life. Right? right. And then there's people like you guys that have been here 20 years and then there's yeah. like 10 year locals. But the one thing everyone has in common is they're all excited about living here. And you know, it's great. You walk into a uh, say masters yep. and I see you guys hanging out, having an afternoon drink and it's like, Hey, there's Kaleo Melanie. That's awesome. And then you, you know, maybe another night I'm down at the privateer and I run into Danielle or some of our other friends. And it's like, it's always being cross pollinated and the energy is always coming back to these. Everyone hugs in Oceanside. You know what I mean? I love that. It's yes. like, hey, let's give yeah. you a hug. I'm not just gonna shake your hand or head nod because I'm on the other side of the bar. I wanna come over and give you a hug and say, hey, how's your day going? And,
0: uh, and that's special to me. And that, absolutely. that's what I love about here. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very much like Kona. <laughs> you know, that's why we just fall into right into places. We really haven't missed a beat, I would say. You no. know, we went from Kona to Oceanside. And although they are very different, I mean, that underlying love, so important, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, in between, I lived in San Francisco, and that was a completely different story. Yeah. I and mean, Everyone, it was very. I loved it there, but it was very disconnected. You know, there wasn't a sense of community like there is here, where oh. I lived anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, you lived right in the city.
1: Yes. Yeah. Lower hate. Which yeah. you know, it's kind of
0: cool too. Is like Oceanside is kind of like a city on the beach. It is. It is so cool. Like we have that kind of that feel to it. You know, and Oceanside still has its grit. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. There's some Absolutely. grit, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, that's what
1: I love about it. And that's... It's but, real. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a real place. Yeah. 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 And, and that's
2: kind of part of the, the dichotomy of good and evil, if you will, that's going on here. When you grow up here and you're doing something like the O-Sider, you're sharing this love and you're spreading the word about this beautiful place we live in. But then there's some old school cats that don't really want you to put a spotlight on it mm-hmm. because it's been their little secret jewel. And, um, and to me, that's a little bit greedy in my philosophy. It's like, if you have something great, let's share it. But, you know, people want to blame other things for what's happening in society. They want to, you know, the rent's going up because this is a beautiful place to live. It's not because there's necessarily more restaurants or because someone's talking about it in a magazine or on a podcast. It's growing because it's a beautiful place. Right. We've got the longest pier in California, the longest wooden pier. Oh, I didn't know that. We've got a mission. We've got its own harbor. We've got beautiful sand beaches. And that's just the coastline. Right. And downtown, right? right. So. Um, that's always interesting to watch how different people react, you know, one guy's shaking your hand saying, Hey, you're doing a great job talking about Oceanside and I love what you do. And then of course, some of your, your more hood friends will be like, Oh, you kind of blew that spot out, you know, (laughs) and and you kind of deal with that. um,
0: Right. Yeah.
2: But you're like, no, we just made it better. We made it better. So, uh, so no, it's been good, but I I love it here. And I think that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's happening. I think the next five years are going to be really interesting. Uh, especially on this Coast Highway downtown area. Yeah, what are you thinking? I'm, you know, it's, uh, there's going to be a lot more places opening up. Uh-huh. And, and what I hope happens, because there's what I think and there's kind of what I hope, what I, what I hope happens is that we see a lot more diversity in culture through the restaurant side of things. Yes. As well as more mom and pop unique type of shopping. I mean, just five years ago, if you were to go down Coast Highway, it was all used cars, audio. It was really targeted to the military. A lot of cleaners, um, but now there's, you know, a restaurant every couple blocks. And we got to a certain food level, a certain style of food. And I think a lot of people are really into the microbrew kind of bistro thing. But now where's the Indian place? Where's the Greek place? You know, where's yeah. the where's the real cool fish house? All those different kind of things that'll tie it together. Right. Yeah. I yeah. did
1: hear that the old Bessie's is going to turn into an Indonesian place. Is that right?
2: We actually were there yesterday. We walked by and I tried to talk to the workers. There was a little bit of a language barrier there. But he said it was going to be a bar. Oh. So maybe it's going to be a bar with Indonesian, Indonesian food. Indonesian bar? <laughs> that would be great. Nami Gerang if you've ever been to Indonesia, you know? Yeah, that would be it's amazing. Indo bar. Indo bar, yeah, yeah. maybe, right? Bar Indo. Yeah. <laughs> like that. By the way, whoever got that building, that is an amazing building. Historical. I don't know if you guys ever got to go into Bessie's before no. they changed it. Never. Never did it. Never. Oh, it was our secret little getaway. Oh, <laughs> 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 because it was such a small place and they had this really authentic breakfast food, but they had all these old nineteen forties oceanside black and white photos up. But it was just kind of running itself and I think it, you know, because of that it ran its course.
0: Right. Uh-huh. um going back to this point about people wanting to keep things yeah, I know. I'll I'll kick that in pretty soon. Oh, uh, you're kicking in. Yeah. It. Uh for those <laughs> listening right now, it's summer here and uh the AC has to be turned off for these mics. But uh
1: so we're all sweating.
0: Right. But we may, we may have, yeah, we're just, <laughs> it, it's just gross in here. But um, we may have to turn it on. So.
1: Let's, let's ask the listeners. Okay. So te- text us or Instagram, who in favor wants us to be cool and comfortable? Uh, everybody did. I just got all the <laughs> information. <laughs>
0: I thought I was just in the hot seat. That's why I was, <laughs> was sticking So, um, but before I go turn it on, I want to uh, finish that last thing where it's like, yeah, you know what? I understand that hesitation with um, the old guard wanting to secure, you know, certain things about their home. And that only makes sense. Most definitely. However, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone that they truly knew and trusted who was able to explain to people, look, this is a beautiful place to live. However, um, this is also the kind of place where we don't have time for attitudes. Uh, we see each other. We hug each other. And, and you, you kind of like get uh, acquainted that way. To me, that makes perfect sense. Right? right? Yeah. So yeah. everything that you're doing right now, it's amazing to me. And this is a really good episode because usually we're talking more on the, on the health tip. But what I'd like to bring to the table is environment has everything to do with health as well. Where you are and what you're doing and having mm-hmm. the availability to go down to a sandy beach and get grounded, you know, and go for a walk and go jump in the ocean and, and go be in nature here and stuff like that. And it's environment has a huge thing to do with health and balance. Mm-hmm. So
1: Absolutely. I agree. Uh, so besides the O Cider, I know you have another business that you're coming up with soon. Do you want to share about that?
2: Sure. I'd love to talk or about it. Or is it launched yet? It's we did a soft launch, we've okay. launched the website, uh but you know, with manufacturing, things take time, so we want to make sure we get everything perfect. Um, basically, with my ba- background in, in surfing and, and as a competitor in a trans world, uh, my first job after being an athlete was actually for an accessory company, a surf accessory company. So, uh, you know, now that I've kind of established the O-Sider and, and, and I've got a little bit of extra time, it's like, what's that other thing that I want to do? So I wanted to go back to the beginning, if you will, and I wanted to start my own surf accessory company. Um, how it relates to Oceanside is, it's everything about Oceanside, you know? Uh, It's called Low Tide, at Low Tide MFG. There's my shameless plug if you want to check it out. We'll have it in our show notes for (laughs) sure. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we'll have it in the show notes. Thank you guys. But it's just about growing up on the beaches here. It's about good surf accessories that don't have, you know, overhyped ad campaigns and all this trickery. It's just about a good solid products at a fair price that are born from the beaches of Southern California right here in Oceanside. So just super clean and fun.
1: Awesome. Oh yeah,
2: there's a leash company that I
0: won't name that I absolutely hate (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like I've just gone through like, yeah, stop. like on surf trips, I'll have like three of their leashes break on me and I'll just go, are you joking? Like, this is ridiculous. I bought you because you're the biggest hype in in the surf world. Yeah. So I applaud that. And I think everyone can actually agree with that. Anyone who serves truly product. knows. Yeah. Make a good product. That's it. Yeah. The, I think your
2: package is on the way because we don't want you, you know, we can't have Kaleo drowning out there in the ocean. <laughs> oh you know? my gosh.
0: No, I wrote many, many, Please I, wrote, no. I wrote many, many mails to this company. I'm, 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 I'm gonna that let
1: will you, remain nameless.
0: Yeah, You're on a first name slide. basis with them, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. As, yeah. as, as a surfer, thank you very much for making quality ingredients for our, uh, for our recipe out there.
2: Yeah. And how it, the other thing I want to say that ties into Oceanside side is, is we don't sponsor a bunch of top pros. What we do is we have guys that are like young kids all the way up to twenty five years old that they work a full time job. Awesome. But they rip and they're and they're working class surfers, you know what I mean? Yes. And that's who we really want to make this product for. The guy that puts in forty at the construction site, but then the swells charge pop up and he's like, I'm out of here to Mexico. Right. You know, that's that. that's the kind of target we want. Or that young kid that's just really excited about surfing but doesn't really care how his last video part That is came just out so, whatever, that's so you know.
0: refreshing, you know, and it gives everybody an opportunity to, to hit it like that instead of like, you know, having to be nine years old doing alley-oops. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I just power surf really good. Yeah. And then, Yeah. You can find me in Mexico on a big south. Yeah. Right.
2: If you see me. Right. It's funny because, you know, when I was growing up competing and you probably have a lot of these nuances in your music career. Is that it was just like, mom dropped you off. She didn't even know you were in the contest half the time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And now I emcee some of these local contests on the side and these kids are nine and they have coaches, they have nutritionists. It's become a full on world-class like It's an Olympic sport. It's an Olympic sport. These guys, these guys have 0% body fat now. These guys are in shape, but what they're losing is I think the kids are starting so young, they're losing the fun. Ah, Once again, I won't name names, but there's a couple young, really talented kids around here and it, it's, it's awesome to watch them surf until you veer back to the pier or the jetty and you see their dad like yelling at them, you know, and it's like yeah. the kid's nine years old. Let him experience the love of the ocean and let him experience surfing for what it is. And then if he's 14, 15 and he wants to compete, then we'll start talking about coaching and you know, prep him for that, but let him have some fun in his, you know, preteen years.
0: Well, it's, yeah, it's not about the kid, it's about the dad. Yeah. It's really the dad. He's just like, oh man, this is. I'm I'm doing it. I'm living my dream. Living vicariously, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I have a an avatar, and I'm <laughs> living my dream through this kid. We're gonna make it. Yeah, right. So but you're absolutely like right. If, if, if you again. if you're not having fun, there's no point in doing anything. That's it. Yeah.
2: And all of us that can do that for work, we're blessed. Like you get yeah. to make music and do what you love. You guys get mm-hmm. to do the podcast. I get to make magazines and and do this little surf brand, yeah. and, and for that I'm grateful. You. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. You have a lot going on. You have the magazine. You have this new surf accessories company. Um, you're very active in the community. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I know you are you try to stay out of politics, but I would call you more of an activist of Oceanside.
0: Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I'm an yeah.
1: activist. Oceanside yeah. activist, yeah. yes. I
2: send my mom that little footnote. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, actually, the word activist is great because I'm acting on anything that I think's good for the city. And what I think is good for the city is, um, is kind of compiled from everyone that I speak to. I, I'm really blessed to do the magazine because what happens is whether you want to get involved or not, you start hearing about everything that's happening when you're doing a community magazine. People expect you to know every menu item on every food. They expect you to know what's happening with the city council. And it's like, I just make this really cool magazine about Oceanside, but I'll try to figure that out for you. I get some, And it's, it's interesting because you think you know everywhere about somewhere where you grew up. And you start doing something like we're doing and you don't know anything. There is so much happening in this town. Um, And then behind the scenes, so, uh, you know, I just like to get everyone together. I like to champion good causes. One thing I always will be political about is the environment, I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. I just about cried this morning, I was down at my local beach and it was one big hot weekend and there was just trash everywhere. So me and my four buddies, you know, with our coffee just started picking up trash, you know, it's like a regular occurrence. And,
0: yeah. uh, I'm picking up trash every time I come back from the beach.
2: Yeah, and and no offense against the tourists. I love the tourism and I love what it does for the city. But come on,
0: guys, you're you're borrowing oh. our beach, right? Let's yeah. let's keep it clean. So it's just like, come on, you know better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's good. See, and then you and your four buddies go and you look at this negative situation, and then you turn it into a community project. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're having fun with your friends, picking this stuff up. Going, okay, good. We're doing something for our environment. We're killing it. I love this place.
2: Yeah, it's, it's crucial. I mean, we all have nieces, nephews, in my case, kids, and we want them to be able to share this beach for generations. Yeah. And, and that is our most precious commodity, right? It's named Oceanside. Mm-hmm. We have sand from Camp Pendleton all the way to Carlsbad.
0: Wow. You yeah. know,
2: You guys walk, I see you guys walk yeah. on the beach all the time, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, every day. As soon as that low tide hits, as soon as that low tide, <laughs>
1: <da-dun-dun.
2: Ta-da>. uh, <laughs> No, so 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 things like that I get involved in and then obviously we do, you know, we do some give backs with some food festival type stuff. But that's also great because we get to get this whole new young restaurant community together mm-hmm. and we get to let the community feel them all as one and then we get to give back to these great causes like you know, the Mission or the Oceanside Museum of Art or the Boys Club or, or Terry, which does a lot of great work with uh, special needs kids. So it's, it just feels good, you know, right. and, and you can walk away even though you work hard and it's, it's all gratis. You, uh, you can sleep at night going, wow, that was cool. That was cool to be part
0: of that, you know. That's just so rad. Yeah, you, you are my mayor, you know. Of Oceanside. Yeah, oh. you, like, I, I know it's a title you probably don't want, but you definitely are my mayor of Oceanside. It's, 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 it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's definitely humbling. I'm, uh, I'm just a guy, you know. I'm just a guy hanging around. That's yeah. uh, that's how I
2: like to look at it. <laughs> you're so. you're you're a guy
0: <clears throat> hanging around, but your perspective on things and your um, desire to for improvement, you know, with your environment, your home, uh, and yourself, it's 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 just rad, and I, I and I love that. Thank yeah. you very much for that. I appreciate that. It's uh, you know, you just it's it's basic
2: philosophy of life right you wake up and you do good things and good things should happen and and it's a Mm -hmm. full circle deal and and that's i really just believe that i feel that you just you treat people the way you want to be treated and and you do the things the right way and and you know it doesn't always work out for you but most of the time it does right yeah yeah and and you learn who uh who really shares those sentiments or not because a lot of people (laughs) pretend right right and then uh sometimes actions speak louder than the than the talk walk words and and Mm -hmm. uh that's kind of just how I try to roll it. Just try to do good things.
0: Yeah,
1: good. I like That's that. a great
0: perspective. Yeah. So,
1: with everything going on that we just discussed, how do you unwind? I know you. I, I've seen on Instagram that you've taken some trips to Mexico. Uh, what is your your go-to to unwind and rum? Rum, <laughs> <laughs> rum goes good with everything. Rum. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh I wish the listeners could see like you just you just started growing like Johnny Depp dreads from from Pirates of the Caribbean that
1: was a definite answer what about the rum rum.
0: yeah yeah. no as far as self-medicating
2: rum um, yeah but it's
0: funny it's that this is what Rebel and Muse is about it's about the balance of life and you cannot you cannot have true happiness without balance in your life that's really it so when you need to unwind rum it yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then when and then when you need to, when you see a situation that calls for action where you need to pick mm. up trash on the beach, do it. Pick them. Exactly. That's, That's it. You know? Yeah. So, you know, obviously you run, but of course, you know,
2: my family. I mean, I'm. when you're young, you you see all this peripheral stuff going on and you have all these friends and you're sharing all this time and energy. And then I think as you get older, your circle doesn't shrink, but your immediate circle kind of does. And you just really get in a groove with the people you want to be with. You know, I just... I don't really like to go out and do the club thing anymore or go see this band or that band, unless it's something that I really wanted, like a band I really want to see. But I don't just go to the open mic on Friday night. But what's a great night to me is, you know, a couple cocktails, barbecue with my wife, maybe get together, you know, with with like-minded people. I mean, we spend a lot of time together, you know, Mm -hmm. get the cheese board out and, and, you know, (laughs) have some fun. And then, of course, yeah, traveling. I'm simple. My wife will tell you a week will go by and she'll be like, you're grumpy, go surf. You know, so as soon right. as I'm in the ocean, as soon as I see the ocean, smell the ocean, that's really the most, I mean, from the womb, you know, Oh, it's I'm like, right with you, brother. Yeah. I am, I am yeah. definitely
0: on that page as well. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: we have those same conversations. Babe, you should go get in the water. Yeah. And then he'll tell me, when was the last time you did yoga? Yeah. <laughs> so we have those same conversations. Okay, I'm going to
2: surf, you do yoga, see you yeah. in an hour. Well, yeah. exactly.
1: Let's just come back to this. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And then also, you know... Um, I have my 12-year-old daughter, Bailey, which you guys know, yes. um, and my 21-year-old son. And with them, I found different things. With my son, I enjoy skateboarding with him. He, he didn't ever really take to the ocean, you know? Uh-huh. He's, a, he's a street kid. He likes the, he likes skateboard, so I get to share that with him. But then my daughter, my little 12-year-old nugget, she just wants to be in the water nonstop. And, Rad. And when you're young, you're greedy. You want to catch all the waves. You want to, you know, I was ripping. I was doing this. But as you get older, it's about seeing other people enjoy what you enjoy. Yes. You know, when I see like this 16 year old kid Kai do an air at the beach, I'm like, wow, that was insane, Kai. I'm almost more stoked than the wave I got. Or when I push my daughter and she stands up for even five seconds, it's like, yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a different kind of fulfillment that uh, that really puts me in a peaceful place as well.
1: So you mentioned, let's go back a little bit. You mentioned um, music and open mics. I've heard we've only, you know, we've lived in Oceanside for several, you know, quite a while now, but. Not as long as you. I've heard that there's a really, there was a really big music, um, what what do we call it? A lot of bands from Oceanside, or at least a few really good ones back in the day. Oh, I don't one know if of my favorite around. bands of all time
0: is from Oceanside. Uh,
1: wanted Dead. Wanted yes. Dead. Wanted
0: Dead. Yeah, there, there it is. There was a
1: big music scene a while back. Is it still happening now? I mean, we don't really get out too much either.
0: You
2: know, it is happening. It's just kind of changed over time, like anything. I mean. In the '80s, when I was in high school, there was a lot of really good underground hip hop artists because you know, Mm -hmm. N.W.A. was just coming on the scene. Right. The gangster thing was heavy. So, and Oceanside is very diverse. So there was a lot of cool house parties where these two guys would get together and rap. There's like songs written about South O, or maybe they mention one of the liquor stores, like Mike's Liquor. And you always felt that sense of pride, like, yeah, that's they're talking
1: about us finally. Hometown, town. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then in the '90s, kind of uh, like David Stoddard, who actually started Brixton Mm -hmm. and his brother Pete. Um, Jeff Hart, whose uh, brother's actually a drummer for no doubt. Awesome. Um, yep. He was one of the little Lashkey kids that, that used to hang out and skate with us. They all got into the punk rock scene
0: right. and that's when like the wanted dead and the plug uglies. Jeffy's yeah. Jeff, all, all the boys reminded. it. I love Jeffy. They're just, yeah. there's, so, we went on, we went on warp tour. That's Dirty. how we met them. Yeah. yeah I
2: remember when they yeah. got the warp tour trip, they were, that was like a big deal. They like broke through with that. Oh, right? check this out.
0: So we thought we were hard. We we're in a mar- marketing van from Volcom. They're like, yeah, just, just take this van and. uh what you're gonna to have to do. No though, AC.
1: Of course. Um, no oh, yeah. AC. no, no, no <laughs> AC. Summer okay. warp tour in a van. No AC.
0: Right, um, and then they're just like, okay, if you want to do this tour, then uh, you're gonna to have to build our stage. And at that time, we're like, yeah, that's fine. We, we got we'll that. will build the stage. <laughs> yeah, we got that. So we're like, okay, here we go. First day, at Phoenix, 118 degrees. We roll up, all the buses and everything. They they have all their 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 parking. So we're on the outskirts. Like we're, I mean. Like, the last aisle where everyone else parks. And we pull up next to this station wagon that has bullet holes in it. Oh, I remember that car. Uh-huh. There's a station wagon with bullet holes in it, and it's uh, attached to it is a U-Haul trailer. And what we see is a bunch of feet sticking outside from underneath the parked car.
1: <laughs> I wish there was a photo of this. And
0: we rolled up and were like, what is this about? And then that's when we met Skillet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, hey, skill what's skill up, it. you guys? Like, yeah, yeah. And like we were living at Vista at the time. He's like, oh no way. I, we, yeah, we, we grew up in Oceanside, blah I'm like, all right, great. And we became the best tightest friends on that tour. Mm-hmm. It was a time where pop punk was raining heavy. Oh yeah. But,
1: oh yeah. You know,
0: and so, so they were hardcore street punk. I mean, they were just bleeding and spitting everywhere on uh-huh. stage, right? And then uh, we were like more of the the reggae punk kind of scene. So you we guys were po- all the bad we boys. Were not of Warped popular. Tour. We were not popular music at that time. You guys
1: time. would talk shit about the other bands oh, well, on I mean, stage. Like you guys were the bad boys of 2001. De- that of was, 2001. was a weird time
2: for bands, like bands with like five names, five words in one
0: name, you <laughs> yes. know. And, yeah. Was,
1: there was, was th- a game we used to play. Is it a warp tour band or is it a Yeah, but no, Um
0: when I saw them play for the first time, it was incredible. I was, oh, I'm hooked. I am hooked. For it. And not only that. These hardcore street punks, as tough as they were on stage, were like the nicest They're so guys. they sweet. Yeah, the sweetest, yeah. nicest guys you could ever, Don't blow ever their cover. imagine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so who else from Oceanside that you can remember
2: band-wise? Oh, there's, there's so many. Um, there's a, a guy named Gordo from the East Side. And oh, he's, yeah, Gordo. Gordo, yeah. he's done everything from the Embalmers. uh Back in the day, um, he is a, a mental musician. Oh, he's insane! Yeah, um, one of my favorites. Uh, just band names that they came up with was the Branch Davidians, when all that was going down, <laughs> and they had, oh, they had a punk wow. called the Branch Davidians, which was pretty good. Um, wanted Dead, um, of course. Uh, under Twenty One, that was like yep. Stoddard and Gordo's first yeah. real like, yep. band, and then they did went on to do Plug Uglies with Nato Barney. oh right? Nato, mm-hmm. who is
0: also a monster. Oh, he's he's he, I
2: still go see him a lot. You oh know, yeah, he's one of my favorites. He can play. And oh, he he's just peaking to me. Yeah, he's just getting He's, he's just peaking. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: doing so well, nice. man.
2: Yeah, so what they do, they did the Scotch Greens, and then what was the other one they did? Uh, Drowning Men. Oh, yeah. Like oh, the big one. Good. He was yeah. a Drowning Men and toured with Flogging Molly, and then Matt, although he's from yep. Carlsbad, yeah, he's always been yep. around Oceanside. So, yeah, just tons of good music, and the punk scene really took off because it was just, I think the 90s were kind of, there was a lot of angst, We're kind of coming out of the hip-hop era. Yep. Oceanside was still kind of rugged, but there was like, the suicidal guys and they were always around the house parties so just there was a lot of raw energy so all that punk rock started coming right. floating up to the top yeah, yeah.
1: wow gosh, what there's a, so what a cool... much history in Oceanside I love it
0: yeah and the cool thing is it's like um, being from places like this like Kona and Oceanside that history is like you just keep talking to people that were around and were around and they fill you in a little more and a little more and it's like oh my gosh I'll have great talks about Oceanside with Skillet and how it was back in the day oh yeah yeah and Who's how there? um and how different uh, just even like the last 15 years has been. You know. I
2: It's pretty crazy. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's that double-edged thing. It's like, you know, when you're from here, it's probably just like when you guys are back in Kona or, or even when you're here now because you've been here long enough. It's like the world I live in is so strange now because one minute I'm like shaking hands and having a conversation with Mayor Jim Wood and like the Visit Oceanside board. And then a homeless guy that I know comes up and starts talking about my family that I grew up with, but now he's homeless. It's just, wow. it's all over the board, but that's Oceanside. yeah. And I, wow. I wouldn't change that for anything, you know? It's like, one minute I'm talking to this gangster fool from Pasola, and the next minute I'm in like a Chamber of Commerce meeting. It's like <laughs> a like, randomest <laughs> set of rules I have to do, but... <laughs> it comes
1: back to balance.
2: <laughs> right, that is balance. Yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. But at the
2: same time, I always feel safe because I, you know, being a surfer... Growing up here, it was like, it was kind of like a, you got to get out of jail free card because when I was growing up, it was really gangster. So like South Oceanside was a lot of Crips. This area you guys live in was the suicidals and they were related to Pasole and the Mexican gangs. Then in the Valley, there were all the the gangs. So as a surfer, you were able to kind of know all those different cliques without having to be that affiliated. Right. Exactly. Where even though your home base was South O, so if you weren't a surfer, technically you would be running with the South O posse. Yeah. You, he's a surfer. You got that amnesty. I was like, no, that's just Jamie. He's just a surfer. Right. He's not trying to do stupid stuff, you know.
0: And that that oh, yeah. always worked to my advantage because I got to meet even Ev- more people. Right. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. And yeah. not, it's like it's it's really the best card to draw.
2: Yeah, it's pretty yeah. nice. Right. Oh, that's just a surfer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Yeah, they just call me Stoner, you know, because my last name was Stone. No, oh, that's just Stoner the surfer. Don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah. You know. Love that. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. But I got to watch and see a lot because of that. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, gosh. A lot of history in Oceanside. A lot of up-and-coming um, restaurants and establishments. What do you see is next for Oceanside? What do you foresee the next five years looking like? I, Hopefully, not complete gentrification. I want it to stay having this grit and and having this charm and the history and the community. What do you see?
2: I see I see some challenges to be mm-hmm. ahead there. I mean. Just look at downtown. I mean, it, it, there's big buildings going up on right there in front of the yeah. pier, and that's going to be our little main street, Huntington Beach. Um, what I do like about it is we've done a good job of not letting, and no offense to any of these corporate people, but the TGI Fridays or the Cheesecake yes. Factories. Right. We still really focus on small business, and I think we'll see more of that uh, because the true Oceanside resident takes pride in that. You yes. know, I know the way you guys think about your food, and I know the way I think about my food, or even the way we shop. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out getting a gift for a friend of ours whose birthday is actually today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Reap and Sew down in South Oak. We didn't go to Walmart. We didn't go to Bed Bath & Beyond, right? And we exactly. went to support a small business. So I think we're going to see a lot more influx. Now what's happened is I think we're going to see people from outside Oceanside see the monetary opportunity from a business perspective. And they're going to come in. And I think for every five, maybe one or two will drop out. But hopefully that will create the diversity in the type of... a uh, food offerings and the type of businesses like yesterday for another example you know instead of going to Home Depot we we had eaten at Masters great brunch at Masters by the way then straight to Ace Hardware then we went to Ace Hardware
1: (laughs) the downtown hardware
2: store (laughs) oh yeah and there was like seven other people that were sharing that same experience like yeah we didn't want to go all the way out to Lowe's Yeah. you know they wanted to shop in downtown Oceanside at a hardware store and uh, and that's a cool feeling because it was literally like we're not driving anywhere we're walking across the street we're going to get our paint for the house and then we're going to you know get on out of here
0: so hey jamie what other beach towns do you admire and slash look up to that you would, wouldn't mind seeing oceanside be going through in the future um if any
2: I, well this one this one may throw you off a little bit but i, I really appreciate the vibe and, and the feeling you get when you go there it's like time stands still ocean beach I okay mean, you don't see a yeah. lot of big corporate companies there you got the mom-and-pop shops a lot of really cool, you know, brew houses. Mm-hmm. It's a really small community. It's like a microcosm. Yep. Um, but it does have
0: a rough edge still. And, right, right, But that's well,
2: okay. That's kind of part of the.
0: My really good friends from Slightly Stupid are from Ocean Beach. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. OB, and then uh,
2: when I think of it as a bigger city, I kind of always thought that the people of Long Beach and Oceanside had a lot of nuances, because Long Beach is really big. Like people don't realize how big Oceanside is as far as landmass. It's a big area that we have right uh, there's a lot of people here um but then there's still these pockets where everyone knows each other and it's like i always say oceanside is the really a really big little city
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know yeah Yeah. because you go all the way out from the east to the coast that's some definite travel pretty you far, know yeah. um and then it's a big box so i i think uh if it could kind of do kind of have some of those pockets of long beach where it's still you know real or sketchy or whatever you you know whatever the word is people like to use but then still has these new offerings and uh and like I said, I think the restaurant thing is going to definitely be the anchor because from, you know, Urge all the way in the south end of town to, you know... Lighthouse in the harbor. Lighthouse at the harbor. Right. There's something for everyone now. Mm-hmm. But now I think we're going to start seeing diversity in the types of foods we eat. And I, what I hope happens is kind of like what's happening in South O, where now you go to South O and it used to be just beach break. And then Privateer popped up and then Urge popped up and PCH was always there. But now there's, you know acupuncture there's all these little places and and uh it just creates this little community and like you could walk that little two-block place and even if you don't take part in those places there's all this eye candy and there's diversity in what your shopping opportunities are
1: yeah they have that south of walkabout
2: the south walk walkabout yeah. and they're and once again they're saying hey this is our little you know our little Lucadia kind mm-hmm. of or whatever and uh so yeah what else is there there's reap and sow there's you know Uh, Captain's Grounds coffee there's Captain's Helm there's just all these cool little places that you could spend time just kind of farting around and checking out you know Yeah. and I'd like to see that downtown more too because when I was a kid you just didn't go downtown you know it was just kind of a heavy place Yeah. you know and now it's like I have no problem with my daughter going downtown in, in the daytime and hanging out
0: because there's stuff to do and it's not so sketchy
1: Yeah.
0: and it's just so nice that you get to go I love those words I get to go downtown with my daughter right you know yeah <laughs> that's that's just the heart melter right there yeah like, rat okay cool we live in a we live in a uh, we live in a city on the beach that is we're absolutely able to do that now
2: yeah we're family friendly now for right. the most part i mean yeah there's still those little things that happen right along the way but it, uh, i mean the percentage the right. odds have gotten way more in the favor of the family now mm-hmm. you know even right. the park down at buck i mean that used to be just transient central and now it's like it's fit moms soccer moms meeting there to go for their jogs there's People doing stretching. People are playing. It's like it's like almost kind of surreal to me, knowing what I've seen at that same park, and then being able to go there every day now and be like, "This is like Fantasyland. Is this real?" It's <laughs> really happy, and everyone's in a good mood. And <laughs> it's really
0: so happy. I, so I'm basically the uh, polarity of that because I know this place is being pretty good, and so to th- hear the stories of how it was, it takes me like, "Whoa, really." That's great. Wait, you couldn't walk downtown? Whoa, that's nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so where
2: the... Uh, you have to remember, we're a military town, and downtown was geared yeah. towards the military, so that brought the drugs and the prostitutions, and it was just... And then because we were between L.A. and San Diego, the L.A. gangsters and the San Diego gangsters were always fighting for predominance of Oceanside, because it was right in the middle, and there was all trip. this... Oh, first to 15th, the Marines got paid, the gangster shows up, the prostitute showed up, and it was just... 1st to 15th it was always something crazy would happen wow Um so that was before. there used to be this <laughs> right? big, there used to be this big park where the movie theater is now downtown Okay. and we used to call it Life Flight Park because it just had this big square and it was just grass okay. but that's where the Life car- Flight Copter always used to park oh after the stabbings God. and the shootings so we used to call it Life Flight Park oh my gosh <laughs> that's you know wow Yeah. But
0: right shot. where the Regal
2: yeah. Oceanside yeah. Theater is? yeah oh. where I will now drop my daughter off and say, see you in four hours, have fun at the movies, right? Wow, so, perspective, perspective, Aww. yeah.
1: Okay, so that theater, I have a, a quick story about that. They had a 3D movie playing, I, I don't know, remember what it was, but they, when you go buy a ticket, do you want it in 4D? I'm like, sure, what's 4D? They give you a scratch and sniff little card with a number, and so when the movie a number would pop up in the side in the screen and you would scratch number one and smell it.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I wanna know all the smells that, was that they 40. have. On there. <laughs> so yeah. That's interesting. I've never had little, that experience. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah, I do remember scratch years. and
2: sniffs though. Remember scratch yeah. and sniffs? Though? Oh absolutely. That
1: was and they brought that into the movie. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> true story yeah true oh awesome thank you so much jamie this has been very entertaining very um educational i'm so excited to see what happens next for oceanside we're we're so grateful to be a part of this community well we're grateful to
2: have you guys and and thank you guys for being so awesome and having me here my wife beautiful alicia hanging out with me today so I, i got to play hooky on a monday now we're going yes. to go maybe have a cocktail and
0: have yeah, some fun. Find some more of that rum. Let's go to the yeah, wine bar. Yeah, we're going for rum. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a rum. Is be it a rum o'clock? To, it's rum o'clock right now. Right. Speaking of which, we got to go. we got to go. Peace. All right. Aloha. Aloha. See you guys.